1: Hey everybody and welcome to... Belief it. Or not. The show where we believe it. Or um, maybe we don't. Uh, probably not, but stay tuned to find out. And uh, first it's Traffic with Jimmy
0: and Nick Chopper.
1: I see a lot of cars on the highway today. They're going left, they're going right. Everybody's backed right up. Oh, and back to you, Michael, with sports.
0: Hey, everybody, that was a prank.
1: We're pranking you. That's true. It's It's prank. It's regular Believe It or Not. I'm Trevor Pullman. And I'm Damian Depping. Uh, We just had the news on for a bit for you, just to joke you. And we joked you good. Yeah, we Mm -hmm. love pranks here. Can you believe it it, that we would do that to you? Nope. The listener or viewer. The listener, the viewer,
0: the candlestick maker feeler mm. emotionally speaking of feeling emotionally how have oh,
1: you been yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good you know good. feeling good um went and saw a sad movie last week that made me feel emotional yeah yeah are you still are you still reeling from that was that the whale it was it was very yeah. very sad uh i thought it was very good Nice. I've read a lot of the criticisms about it, and some I feel are valid, and some I feel very confused about because I'm like, yeah, well, that's made sense to me, but okay. Is that Darren Aronofsky? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's he's polarizing. I yeah. Yeah. I've loved some of his movies. I hated Mother. I thought that same. movie sucked. Yeah.
0: Same. Uh, and uh, I haven't got through Mother in one sitting. Like I,
1: I like saw no theaters. I, isn't that weird? The Cody said it's really good too. I haven't yeah. seen it. I always like the wrestler too. That one's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I saw um the other night I saw
0: Banshees in Irishan.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. The one with uh Colin Farrell and um Brendan Gleason.
0: Yeah, and it's it's funny, like I've but it's, it's really also good. like really depressing. Like I was really mm-hmm. like I was already in a bad mood. <laughs> um, cause that was the okay. day like all the stuff with Andrew Callahan and then all the stuff with, uh, right, 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 um, right. Justin Roiland and stuff came out and I was already like pissed, like people suck. I hate them. What was suck. the
1: and... Justin Roiland stuff? I didn't hear about that. Oh,
0: he's a domestic abuser. Oh yeah. He's, get, he's facing felony charges for domestic abuse.
1: Holy shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I took down
0: all my Rick and Morty stuff. <laughs>
1: Whoa! Yeah, that okay? Yeah, I this is the first time hearing this. I I heard about the Andrew Callahan stuff like maybe a day before you sent me that one video about it. Yeah, because I saw a few posts about it, so I I looked a little bit into it, and the lawyer statement was so weird. It was basically like he's completely innocent of this, and he go, he's learning not to be in things like this and do stuff like this in the future. So it was just like he's innocent. But he still did it, and now he's learning how to not do it. And I was just yeah. like, what? It was very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Justin Rowland, whoa. So that's, oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, the, Is it going to, it's probably going to go to trial? Or yeah, I, I do think know. so, yeah.
0: Because he's facing felony charges. So, yeah, I think it's going to go to trial and everything. That yeah. could be
1: a lot of jail time. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, wow. Yeah.
0: So it was like, and then like, uh, we'll get into the topic soon, but like I released a, a video this week, too, that had like I, some very personal, emotional stuff that I talked about in it, like very right. like personal stuff from my own mm-hmm. story. And yeah. I was fine recording it. I was fine writing it. I was fine editing it. But for some reason, as soon as I put it out there into the world, that's when mm-hmm. I got sad about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's fair. I mean, I think all the other stuff you're looking at it so objectively, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's part of something and you're like you're focusing on it as like a work thing. But as soon as it's out there, that's when you kind of can like sit back and actually reflect on it and look at it. And you're not yeah. looking at it like, how can I make this uh, like better for the story? How can I make this clear? How can I condense this? What what is the best flow? And then it's out there. You're not doing that anymore. You're just like, oh, this is all that shit that I just put out there. And now I shared it with the yeah. Internet. Exactly.
0: Because even, yeah, because I had four personal stories that I recorded mm-hmm. and I used two of them. So even then, like, even when I'm recording them, I don't know which one I'm going to use. Right. Things like that. So, like, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah.
1: And which, uh, sorry, so, which video is this one? Just in case. That's people... for uh,
0: the um, Seven Deadly Sins. And mm-hmm. it was, what's the newest one I put out? I, I At least when my mind. Oh, Anger. Yeah. Anger. Wrath. Okay. Yeah. The Wrath one. Right. Yeah. So, it was talking about like cuz ever all the pastors are always like if somebody abuses you, you just forgive them.
1: And I I hate that. I hate yeah. that. I talked about this recently with someone the the bullshit idea of having to forgive somebody. Yeah. cuz I mean, I definitely feel there are times where you don't you don't need to forgive somebody. No.
0: Yeah, I think it's important yeah. to find a healthy way for yourself to deal with it, but you don't owe them anything.
1: Totally. Yeah. Well, I think there's there's this idea that forgiveness is a virtue, but it really isn't. And sometimes it just makes it so you can't actually properly deal with trauma. Exactly. Yeah. And instead you just have to pretend like it's okay now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Speaking of people who didn't deal with uh, their own personal stuff, right? Um, let's yeah. talk about a, a guy named Charles Spurgeon.
1: Spurgeon? oh Spurgeon God. the surgeon. He wasn't a surgeon, but that would have been cool if he was. Spur- well, no wonder he had a bad life with a name like Spurgeon.
0: <laughs> well, he had a pretty good life, but there's okay. a couple underlying things that uh, we'll get to. But uh, No wonder was, uh... he was
1: such a bad apple. <laughs> <laughs> his name I'm, was Charles Haddon
0: Spurgeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, born in uh, ninth, uh, eighteen thirty-four in Kelvedon, Kelvedon, Essex, England.
1: Kelvedon, Essex. Yeah,
0: he's so from he's a one Jolly of
1: those... Old England, huh? Mm-hmm. One of them good old boys, eh? One of The good old English man. One of them cheerio, pip, 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 pip. A hey, guv'ner's <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Probably had a guv'ner. Guff- nah. And uh, well, he went to he went to school um, for mm-hmm. a bit, but like I think at the time it was more like you paid like the wealthy went to school, like or people could afford to go to school. Yeah, in that area would go, and so he went away to school. Uh, but um, so I think he got like education up to about fifteen. His dad and his grandfather were both clerics, both pastors in um, congregational churches, so they're like kind of like more liturgical. Kind of like an Anglican Church of England Episcopal kind of church, but they were considered Joe Episcopal. Yeah, yeah. they're considered like non-conforming churches, so they weren't actually part of those groups, but they were still in that kind of style.
1: Same, if they're like the store brand that the the real one doesn't really acknowledge. Yeah, we yeah we have Church of England at home. (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but um, he dealt with depression um, mm-hmm. as a kid, and uh, and then he went away to school, and then I guess there was a fever that broke out, apparently, in the school, so they sent everybody home. It's the winter. He's uh, at home, and one Sunday, I believe, or one day anyways, it's probably a Sunday, he decides to go to church, but uh, the congregational church that he normally went to was... Um, really far away, and it was very snowy, and the weather was terrible, so he just decided to go to a local uh, Baptist, right. well, local, like, Wesleyan-style church. Well,
1: support that's, local, that's what I always say.
0: Exactly. Uh, or a Methodist church, I guess. <laughs> but he went there, and the preaching really hit him, and uh, there's different stories, I guess, about how, you know, the sermon yeah. went, uh, but the one I heard was that uh, he, the Pastor didn't show up, so an old guy from the church just went up and started preaching.
1: Yeah, <laughs> are, are you allowed to do that? I don't know.
0: Probably depends on the church. But uh, in that story, the guy pointed right at him and said, "Like you look miserable, you need Jesus. And, and then on the way home, he said, uh, I think that might be true. And he became a born-again Christian.
1: But wait a minute. To- okay, So he was already going to church. Yeah and already had jesus but yeah. then he needed to re up his jesus
0: he needed to re up his jesus he had to switch he became a baptist instead of a um instead of a congregationalist
1: right so. but then also too just if some guy coming up and doing that and saying yeah. that to you i'd be like who, who are you yeah exactly <laughs> you don't have any of god authority here yeah
0: what are you talking you, about you're and some he read guy. to him from from Isaiah, and he said, Look unto me and ye be saved and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is no one else. Um, yeah, and there's none else. So, like Yeah, I guess pretty generic verse, but mm. it spoke to him and he's like, Hallelujah, that's my life now.
1: Look at look at this guy, he'll save you. no one else will. Yeah. Well, dang. Got me. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that's all it takes for people. That's it really does wild. Be- yeah, the spirit within him. You really got <laughs> really to take this stuff at face value to really get hit by it, eh? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, and that's the thing, too. And it's like, because it's always told as his conversion story. But like you said, he grew up Christian. He grew up probably Yeah, that's Christian
1: what I'm school. saying. So, like, yeah. it's not like he didn't have him, I guess. Maybe he didn't. Yeah. I don't know how much he believed or not. But he was well within that world.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, he was 15 years old, and then he's yeah. like, "I'm going to be a preacher." And he felt called into the ministry, and he started preaching almost immediately. Yeah, um, he's uh, he's known as the Prince of Preachers, um, one of the most famous preachers of all time.
1: Why is he the Prince of Preachers? Um, is that I like Prince of really Persia? He was the first video game priest.
0: Yeah, th- yeah, it was a video game in 1854. They <laughs> they made a video game about him. Yeah,
1: it was probably and on the, the Atari.
0: Yeah. (laughs) See here, in 1854, yeah, at 19 years of age, he um he went to started preaching at New Park Street Chapel in Southwark. It was the largest Baptist congregation in London, and uh, I think they had a they had room for a thousand people. But after he started preaching, um, with his fiery preaching, uh, Uh after he kind of passed his probationary period, he uh, he was attracting so many people that they couldn't even seat um people because there was so many people coming and seeing
1: yeah well now was it just like he was so impassioned and he had like people on the edges of their seats kind of thing it was it one of those like one of those like kind of cliched like and the lord you know like fire and brimstone like screaming and like pointing and people are going whoa like that kind of thing or yeah pretty
0: much and uh, okay. very, very charismatic in his in his style, and like right. very, very. I probably fire and brimstone. I imagine there's a lot of sermons you yeah, yeah. can read from him. Um, but uh, yeah, he would uh, preach, and then after a while, he would preach, and uh, he he would write out his sermons, and then he had notes that he went off. So he had just like mm-hmm. bullet points that would guide because he knew like oh yeah. I already wrote this. But then somebody in the congregation, like a like a stenographer type person, would transcribe it. Okay. And then he'd go through, edit, make sure it was okay. I don't know why they didn't just use his original thing, but somebody would transcribe it. He would edit it, and then he was always in the newspaper the next day.
1: So it was, um, well, it was probably transcribed because it's what is actually said would probably be slightly different than his notes, yeah, right? That's true. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it and I always when yeah. I preached, I would I was I would just do the bullet points, maybe because I was lazy.
1: You, what do you mean? You just do the bullet points?
0: Like I wouldn't write out my sermon word for word. I oh, just be, I see. Oh, I'll talk about this here. I'll talk yeah, about yeah, this yeah. here.
1: Yeah. yeah, you knew the jokes. You just needed to know when the setups were.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. In 1956, he married Susanna. Oh, Susanna. And um. Yeah. And then at the end of that year, though, in in 1856, so he's preaching at this uh, at the Surrey Gardens Music Hall because they needed more seating it's like really full of people and somebody yelled fire and then there was mm. a panic and uh, a bunch of people died and yeah. uh yeah this did not help his mental health and uh really didn't help his depression because he struggled with depression his pretty much his whole life um even though he thought he was yeah. cured of it at the beginning when he had his like conversion moment yeah and then it just kind of kept Going
1: back, but he because said he didn't actually try to treat it. He just yeah. said he found God and ignored it.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I did with my anxiety. I thought that God cured <laughs> me of my anxiety, and I just every time I was anxious, I just told myself that I wasn't. <laughs> and then I tried to move on, and I was, and I was the most nervous person on the planet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but,
1: real healthy. Yeah. yeah,
0: really healthy. Really good way to go through life. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so.
1: So was there a fire or was it just someone who screamed it and that was it? Just somebody who screamed it. Somebody yeah. trying to be, it's a prank, bro, you know? Well, I'm pretty sure that's why it's illegal to yell fire in a crowded yeah, building now because die. trampling yeah. and panic and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. And it's a good example of like, fr- free speech is different than like, like there's consequences to your speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah, yeah. I agree. Was it uh, David Crowder? One of those like right wing idiots. Is mad because he he doesn't like Germany because they don't actually have free speech because it's illegal to be a Holocaust denier. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that, but I'm not surprised. In 1861, the congregation moved permanently to a new building, the Metropolitan Tabernacle at Elephant and Castle, and oh, uh, okay, yeah, uh, five thousand people were able to stand. And uh, oh, sorry, sit. And then there was room for a thousand people to stand. So 5,000 people could sit. And then there was standing room only for a thousand more.
1: Okay. So 6,000 people. Yeah.
0: Apparently, two, I don't know if this is before that, but they had the, kind of like a lottery system for who could sit earlier because it was like harder to find a seat. So they had. Like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So kind of like uh, if you show up, you might get a chance to sit. If not, then you got to stand. Yeah. So he
0: started an orphanage, the Stockwell Orphanage, eighteen sixty-seven, and uh, that was after a donation from somebody in his congregation who passed away. Right, that's the
1: Stockwell Orphanage. Yeah, the you Stockwell said?
0: Orphanage. Yeah. Okay. And uh, open in eighteen sixty-seven. It opened for with two hundred for two hundred forty boys, and then girls were allowed in eighteen seventy-nine. Um, so they just had to fend for themselves until then, but. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was a donation from a congregant uh, a congr- a after they died, and then so they opened it and there. And he also started a preaching school before that, which uh-huh. later got changed to the Spurgeon uh, School or uh, Spurgeon College. Uh, the Spurgeon, yeah, the Spurgeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross when names. you say it that way. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: 18 plus. The biggest controversy of his career um, was actually the downgrade controversy. And uh, because there was a lot of um, Christians trying to reconcile their faith, faith with uh, reality at the time, And so a lot of people were becoming more liberal and saying things like Adam and Eve, that story didn't actually happen. It was more like a a morality tale um, Mm -hmm. because science was overwhelmingly showing that evolution was true. So people were trying to reconcile that. Yeah. And um, he was not cool with that. And um, he called that downgrading the Bible. And he preached highly against that. And uh, so much so that it caused like splits and it caused people to think he was the worst. And, um, but now it's like, people talk about it. Like he stood his ground and he stood up for God and, and he's a hero kind of thing um, for standing up for the word of God. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I guess he was, yeah. but who cares? Downgrading the Bible is pretty funny though. Yeah, true. (laughs) He said, uh, Believers in Christ's atonement are now
0: in declared union with those who make light of it. Believers in Holy Scripture are in a confederacy with those who deny uh, plenary inspiration. Those who hold evangelical doctrine are in open alliance with those who call the fall a fable, who deny the personality of the Holy Ghost, who call justification by faith immoral, and who hold that there is another probation after death. So he's mad that um, people think that you should do good things. And he's mad that um, people think that God doesn't just like punish people immediately after death and gives them another chance.
1: He's mad at people who do good things. Why? Yeah.
0: Well, that's the doctrination by uh, the uh, justification by faith because that was the big fight at the time justification oh, by faith okay. versus works. Like if you think that you're saved so, by good things. Right, right. Do, yeah.
1: No, you're only saved by faith. Yeah. What a terrible system. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That doesn't take into account anything other than your undying devotion to nothing. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then the other thing that he was mad about was... Oh, yeah. um,
0: That um, people... That probation after faith, so basically... Or after death, so you have a chance after
1: you die. Oh, okay. Like if, so he's saying you that die, you don't
0: or that you do? He's saying you don't. Like once you're dead, right. you've made That's your choice it. on, on the earth. There's no like yeah.
1: purgatory or something like that? Yeah, Is that exactly. what that would be? There's Refer- no okay.
0: yeah, chance to redeem yourself.
1: Gotcha. Okay, so he doesn't want people to have a chance at redemption and he thinks that you can only be saved if you believe in God right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay, just kind of like clarifying those points.
0: Yeah, and he also right. was very much against... um. The idea that you were saved through your baptism, especially like infant baptism, and he preached against um, Catholics and Anglicans and anybody else who would say that like s- baptizing your kid makes them get into heaven because he said it has to be a personal choice.
1: And I mean, that, I, he, I kind of agree with that.
0: Yeah, it does have to be. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't stop think stop any, dunking your babies. into
1: heaven. but yeah. yeah, I don't think that too. <laughs> but, but I'm also just like, stop dunking your babies. Yeah, it's true. I guess I feel the same way about people who pierce their babies' ears. Yeah. <laughs> Wait until they're old enough to make a choice. Yeah, I think you should tattoo your babies, but that's just to tell them apart. That's true. Like yeah. cool names, like cool nicknames and stuff. Like yeah, but- Butch Spike yeah. and <laughs> Beef Jerky and Radical Jeff. Radical Jeff, yeah. RJ as we call him, R- <laughs> or RG depending R-G? On how you spell Jeff.
0: Yeah. It's true. Geoff.
1: I don't know um, if a radical geoff would work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, cuz like I mean he was a famous preacher. Like he was one of the world's most famous preachers. So like people yeah. it wasn't just Baptists going to see him. It was people from all faiths. Yeah, so, cuz
1: they're like this is a show, right? This is yeah. something we go to see. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So yeah. when he preaches against specific congregations, sometimes people get mad, but you know, they get over it and he would preach at different events put on by different groups, even though he preached against what they believe. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, He was, yeah, very opposed to slavery. So that's a good thing. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And and, which caused the Southern Baptists and the States to not like him. And uh, his sales on his books went down quite a bit. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. The slave owners don't like me. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah. yeah, he wasn't even just like it wasn't like uh, I don't agree with it, but you do what you do. He was very much like you should not own people. That's a bad thing. Um, he said, "I do from my inmost soul detest slavery, and although I commune at the Lord's table with men of all creeds, yet with the slaveholder I have no fellowship of any sort or kind." So great. I mean, yeah. that's a good
1: stance. So he did one thing, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I agree with that. I will not sit down with a slave owner.
1: Yeah. So I I yeah. don't want to. Yeah.
0: Um he dealt with like I said depression his whole life, but he mm-hmm. also had other sicknesses and stuff like that. Um he had a bad case of the gout, which uh, I too have gout. I don't think it's, I have it as bad <laughs> as him, but let me tell you from experience, it's painful as fuck when right. it's bad. Uh,
1: um, now, how long does is how long does gout last? I don't know much about I think about your gout. life like it once you for got it, now. you got it. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, uh, like, you don't have
0: ups and off good days and bad days. For me, it always hurts, but it doesn't always hurt really bad. You know. Okay. Like, um, because it's little crystals in your joints. It's like oh. they, this acid. Because for me, it's from drinking too much beer, but it can be from eating too much seafood or too much red mi- red meat. Um, yeah. but yeah, these little crystals form in your joints, and that's pretty much that's just your life now.
1: Wow. And, They're not able to, like, get rid of them, like, surgically? Not
0: that I know of. Uh, A friend of mine also has it, and he was saying he asked his doctor if there's a surgery or anything, and no, it doesn't look like it.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a, uh, like, a forever thing. I thought it was Yeah, I think it is. Um, Oh, it's a uh, a form of inflammatory arthritis. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Wow. The more you know.
0: He was told to rest a lot, and Mm -hmm. so he spent a lot of time in the south of France. After a while, just kind of relaxing, and and that's where he ended up. He passed away in um, France in 1892. Okay, uh, yeah, but he's still known as one of the great preachers of all time. People still look up to this guy and and things like that. But um, yeah, kind of died in controversy around the downgrade stuff, but. Still with a lot of fans and yeah, receiving 10,000 letters of condolences and get well and all that stuff. I mean, I sick, got to
1: so. say all things considered, I was waiting for the shoe to drop, but nothing really did for this one.
0: Yeah, no, he was like he was a big old preacher and he <laughs> yeah. was sad and,
1: um, you know, struggled <laughs> in life. You mentioned like the orphanage. I'm like, oh no, here we go. And then yeah. you went back. You went right past that to the the preaching school. I'm like, okay. And he's like, Yeah, And then there was controversy. I'm like, oh no, here we go. And then he was just like, oh, you're downgrading the Bible. I'm like, okay, I guess he doesn't like then, slavery. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and he had, he he didn't like slavery. I'm like, okay, yeah, great. And then you're like, he had gout. I'm like, oh no, what happened here? I was like, he had it his whole life, and then he died. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just a normal guy who is very famous for his uh for preaching. preaching. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And um, you know what? I don't know if that's uh, an indictment on me and what my expectations are when we talk about people. That's <laughs> true. <show>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's yeah. just a uh, it's a good reflection on this man that we probably don't know as much about.
0: Yeah, Uh, that's the thing, because he was like, you know, one of the first mega church preachers and Uh, he he was no doubt doing some shit. Yeah, he was doing some shit. Probably. We just don't know about it. But or maybe not. Maybe he was a holy saint. Think He was squeaky clean. Yeah. Who knows? But come on. But come on. Come on. Really? Come
1: on. You know what
0: I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? what saying? What are you saying? Should we, um, should we thank our patrons? I think that'd be a
1: good idea. Oh, my God. Wow. Thank you so much. Oh, Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Hey, guys. Welcome to the Bible study. We're praying today.
1: Thank you so much for coming today for our prayer time, our time of prayer uh, in our need and your need for prayer and time to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. So thank you for joining us. Um, We love it when you're here. We love it when uh, Jesus is here with us to hear us pray to him because Mm -hmm. that's what he does up in heaven. Um, They just, him and God sit on the sofa, they turn on prayer tube, and then they just uh, cast some uh, prayer sessions like we're doing today. Amen. Amen.
0: So why don't you lift up some people in prayer?
1: Oh, I've got a few people to lift up in prayer today. We'd like to lift up Zeus and Jared. And then we'd also like to lift up Aubrey. And of course, Karen. We're going to raise you guys up so high up there. So high up so that uh, Jesus and God, they can get their prayer tube, they get better reception. Sometimes they're not close enough to the God router, but if we raise you up, It'll be no problem. It's going to come in crystal clear, 1080p. Mm, maybe mm. maybe 4K. Who knows? 4K, hallelujah. 4K, hallelujah.
0: Thank you, everybody. And uh, let's do some Christian rock lyrics. Oh, okay. Ew.
1: Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. They got any guitars in this? Bow, bow, bow. They got any uh, tambourines? You know there's tambourines. They got any Actually, tangerines? We, the
0: tangerines, tambour. Oh, that'd be a good Christian rock band, tambourines tangerine. and
1: tangerines. Oh, yeah. Or how about the tangerine tambourine? Oh, that'd be good, too. That would be. Yeah. Wow.
0: Um, Damien. Yeah. yeah. I thought we'd do something a little different today.
1: What the hell? I know. I Sorry, heck. What, what the heck?
0: Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Because um, do you know the song Unholy by uh, Sam
1: Smith featuring Kim Petrus? Petras probably heard it but I can't say that I remember offhand. mama
0: mommy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy he's lucky (laughs) lucky yeah oh and it goes on
1: (laughs) like that you know when someone just sings you a song and it's just so not the song that you're just even more confused that's (laughs) it's true (laughs) <laughs> a guy. Right? When
0: I was in college, I'm like sitting on my computer and a guy from another <laughs> dorm, he's like, hey, Trevor, I've been practicing my singing. He just starts singing to me, but he's like standing behind me, like almost breathing into my neck, singing me this song. And it was one of the most
1: arousing experiences. Oh.
0: Yeah. One of the most arousing experiences <laughs> of my life. It was my sexual awakening. Cool. Yeah. Wow. But um, Power of song. Power of song. Hallelujah. But because hallelujah, this song Amen. is called Unholy... In 4K. And because,
1: what's that? In 4K. In 4K. <laughs>
0: um, but because the song is called Unholy, and because Christians are out of ideas, um, and there's a parody <laughs> of every song now, there's a number of parodies of
1: this. They parodied it. Song. I'm not surprised. But yeah,
0: so I thought I'd go through and read some of the different parodies that exist okay. for Unholy. Okay. Um, this first one went viral on TikTok. I think these all did. Um, in the Christian world. By on, Victoria uh, Barrel. Chris um, talk. On Tish Tosh. Chris talk. Satan don't know God is on the job. Gathering up the squad. Doing something so holy. Leave, 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 leave. Da, da, da. And then it goes. Uh, tricky, tricky beast. <laughs> You tricky, have everyone so deceived, <laughs> filling their heart with unbelief, but soon you'll be on your knees, creepy little snake crawling around to find your prey. But we don't think you'll win today. We think it's time for you to run, run away. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, not good. It's not, not good. Uh, this next one's by Hainza. Uh, okay, Jesus you died on that rugged cross did it for the lost and for the unholy rugged you took cross on- yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> why is it rugged oh you know the old rugged cross what is this a fucking uh, jeep commercial yeah exactly
0: <laughs> you took on all the weight of sin you gave everything now I live for you oh you gave everything now I live for you only oh we oh we oh <laughs> my God, you saved my soul. Oh, we, oh, yo, And I'm so grateful. Oh, my God, you saved my soul. <laughs> uh, the next one's by uh, Mike Teasy. Uh, also a viral <laughs> TikTok sensation. Mike Teasy. Living in a world where nobody's perfect, this flesh will make you sin. So filthy we need to be in a laundry bin. He wipe you blank clean. They actually had a blank. Uh, Then you go and do that again. But our God forgives. His grace and mercy infinite. It never ends. I hear them talking about uh, where I was and where I've been. But I don't worry because Jesus made me clean. Jesus Christ came to give his life. He was sacrificed because we were unholy. And it goes on like that.
1: You know what I find funny? I feel like the only times you hear the word flesh are when they're talking about serial killers and cannibals yep. or Christians. Uh, exactly. Yep. It's so weird. They love flesh. They love being unclean. Yeah. For some reason. I don't know. Yeah, they love Yeah, they love the idea that the... Jesus made them clean like we're little dirty boys. Yeah, all these weak metaphors for like, you know, being good now. Yeah. It's very, very bad. Very bad. Uh final one not is good. From, not good
0: at all. This is from Becca Shea. And uh, more like Becca
1: Shit. Yep. Uh, uh, who Yavo. <laughs> that's how she starts. She starts with who Yavo. Yavo? That's uh Jay Z, right? Uh
0: well it's H H U Y A V O and which means he will come. I don't oh. know what language that's in. but oh, I'm Hoo-yav-o. thinking home. And then it goes, uh, you should know hell is hot. You ought to stop and go do something holy. Yeah, listen, 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 et cetera. Listen, listen, girl. You're worthy to be married to. Oh. Qu- quit liking this world. Uh, it ju- <laughs> It just likes to hide the truth. It just likes to hide the truth. No one could love you more than the way God loves you. Don't you, don't you, boy? Don't you know all heaven is watching? Angels are whispering about the places you should be. If only you knew how to keep your vision clean. Yavo, you should know hell
1: is hot. Wait, so they said stop liking this world? Yeah, stop. That's liking a huge this world. fucking red flag right there. And then yep. the next thing is basically saying, oh, everyone in ho- in heaven is a huge gossip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, why is any like, of this good? Yeah,
0: it's like, angels. Keep your mouth shut. Stitches like, get oh, stitches. Did you hear about Michael stitches, on Earth?
1: He's yeah. so bad. <laughs> like, who the fuck cares? Mind your own goddamn business. Yeah,
0: it's funny because, like, when I was a teenager, like, I was convinced that there was angels everywhere, right? So yeah. I thought if I was,
1: yeah,
0: you know, going to town on myself, that there was just an angel in the room watching. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Going it down on yourself, eh? Yeah. Okay.
0: Is that the clean way to say it? Um,
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I was just imagining more than I think you intended with it, which is... (laughs) I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, yeah. go
0: folks, go out and do something unholy tonight. Yeah. Oh, today. Make an angel blush. Mm,
1: hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to go do that I'm... right now. Oh, bye bye.
0: Work, 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 sky moon.
1: This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar. All right. And now to Michael with sports.
0: Hey, everybody, they hit the ball in the net, and everyone got the points. They shared the
1: points. (laughs) And it's going to be a tie game for the championship, and they're going to share the championship, and everybody's (laughs) happy and wins. (laughs)